I'm Ben Carter, your life transformation coach, and I've been sent, called, and commissioned to help you live your very best life. Join me on Ben the Life Coach Radio Show. I can't wait to support your leap into victory. Concerned and uninformed. You think you can't get it? Well, you're wrong. Don't dismiss this. A blacklist of topic. And that ain't gonna stop it. Now, if you go about it right, you just might save your Welcome life. Back. Welcome, back. Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to a brand new show. This is the very first show of the second season or second year of BTLC, Ben the Life Coach Internet Radio Show. I'm so excited. I am so happy to be back. We have 18 shows in the can from the very first year. It was a phenomenal year. I thank everyone who listened and who shared the link to the shows. All of my shows are recorded so you can go back at any time and listen and chime in and contact me and let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, if I should shut up or keep on going. So I'm so excited that we are back. The very first show, it is now September. Uh, the summer is over as far as summer break for the kids. We still have a few weeks left in the season, but the vacationing and stuff is starting to wind down. I had a great summer. I did some local things. We did some um, water parks in Pennsylvania, and we spent um, a full week, full seven days up in Martha's Vineyard, which was fantastic. So I had a great, great summer. I came back. And I put together this little ditty, this little ditty of an ebook for you. Um, it's a mini ebook. My ebooks are always 25 pages or less. This new one is about 22, 23 pages. It is called Conquering Survival and Leaping into Victory. Conquering Survival and Leaping into Victory. And so, why in the world would you not want to be a survivor? you do want to be a survivor. Why would you want to conquer survival though? Conquering survival to me is keeping in line with universal law, spiritual law that says we are in fact, we are indeed more than conquerors. So that means we, we are above survival. Survival is just the first phase. That's level one, right? For any trial, tribulation, anything that you're going through or dealing with in your life, the objective is to survive it, but then to conquer it. And if you live in victory, you always live in a mindset that you're going to win no matter what. And your win doesn't have to come by way of someone else losing, or it's not a point-based win. The win is really about my life is victorious. 
all things are working together for the good of me, for the betterment of me, for my achievement, for my purpose, for me to fulfill my destiny. So that means I am victorious over bad health. I am victorious over poor wealth or poor financial choices. I am victorious over premature death. I am victorious over lack. I live in complete abundance. So that's what that mini ebook is about. Go to my website as soon as you go to www.livellccoaching.com. Download it. I believe that you are going to love it. It's a fabulous read. All of the stories that I talk about are directly from the pages of my own life, my romantic life, my professional life, uh, as a corporate instructor, as a coach. I don't tell anybody else's story. I talk about myself because I don't believe in coaching or writing from experiment. You need to hear about, see, feel my experience so that you know that this victorious mindset living and leaping is in fact real. So download it, love it, enjoy it. This show is also going to be one of the first, which you'll be able to watch the episode. Yay! So you'll be able to watch and listen at the same time. So we've got a lot going on at Live LLC. If you didn't know, Live LLC is my company, my brand. It is Leap Into Victory Every Day. Most of you know this story, but I came up with that name, that acronym, when I just had enough with life. My mom had passed. I didn't know what to do with myself, with my life, and I heard her voice, felt her spirit, presence. Something came over me and said, boy, you better leap into victory every day. Live your best life. This is your opportunity to fulfill the reason you were born, and that's why I'm here to really support your leap into victory and support you living your very, be very best life. So, you know, I love you all so much. Sometimes I can coach with a heavy hand, but my my backbone is even stronger. So you can lean on me. I got your back, right? So that's what it's all about. This week's show, oh, 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 oh. it's my first rated R show. <laughs> Can you believe it? This one isn't necessarily for the babies. All of the other shows are. You can listen to probably 17 out of the 18 shows that I've done, uh, and the kids will be okay listening to them. This one is not necessarily for the kids. Um, this particular show is really about sex. <laughs> sex from an emotional standpoint. So it's called physically promiscuous and emotionally celibate physically promiscuous and emotionally celibate this show has been in the works since last year I know I always say that I always have several things on my mind uh, at once in this particular show I came up with it last year uh, I was going to do it last spring it was birthed out of a conversation I had with a few folks um, in the LGBT community and I don't know if I'm exposing something or about to tell on um, something or someone, but in that community, there's a lot of uh, discussion around sexual freedom and the ability to kind of have sex with whomever you want. And I just kind of thought it was the oddest, strangest thing that you would work so hard or fight so hard for 
the freedom uh, to be able to be in a monogamous, devoted uh, civil union, which is now marriage for, for same-sex couples, and still associate sexual freedom with promiscuity, or at least that's my definition of it. That's Ben's definition. So if you want to attack anyone, attack me, I'm okay with that. And what I mean by that is physically being open to anyone based on how you feel in that moment. You know, if it's in the club, if it's on um, an online dating site, whatever the situation is, and just being um, physically attached and telling yourself that there's no emotional um, attachment or association. And then what I started to see is there is some emotional um, attachment where you have a lot of uh, men and women, but mostly men who are very, very physical and who do celebrate their sexuality and thumbs up for um, for those of you who have the guts to do that, you know, who, who have um, the courage to do that, you know, I'm a bit of a prude, so I don't necessarily have the courage to get out there and just do it. But for those of you who do, no judgment. I'm not judging you, but I am using my judgment and I am just questioning if you are in fact physically promiscuous and emotionally celibate, are you removed emotionally so much that you're not even practicing emotions anymore? You are so sexually engaged and sexually charged that your emotions have all but died when it comes to a sexual relationship. And so the question that I have is, are you physically promiscuous and emotionally celibate? And this is a generic question. Guys, I hope that you are enjoying the show. I hope it's a good topic. I hope that you're taking advantage of the topic by way of checking yourself. Where do you fit in? Now, I want you to go to my website, www.livellccoaching.com. Click on the book cover and download the brand new mini ebook. It's free. Conquering survival and leaping into victory. Tell me how you love it. I can't wait to support your leading to victory. I'm out with her, you out with him. Just put a new one in Uber again. And I just called cause I was wondering, can we Cry again, baby, if we begin again Tell me where or when I'll be there to begin again I called cause I was wondering, baby Pictures worth a thousand likes No filter with my girls tonight All I hear is loose And was talking about not wanting to be in a relationship But every once in a while you would hear things like Why is it so hard for me to find a good guy? You know? Why is it so hard for me to have, you know, a connection longer than the one night or the one week? And my my answer to that is, well, you you are finding 
a good guy. You're finding a good guy for sex. You're finding good sex. That's your intention, right? That's what you're looking for. Your value right now is to not find a emotionally fulfilling relationship. And if it is, you're out of sync. You're misaligned. You're not in touch with who you are. So that's really where this topic came from. And that's where this topic was birthed. And that's what, you know, I kind of want to get into a little bit. It's just, it's a fun conversation. You know, I'm not here to tell you you're wrong for your choice or you're right for your choice. Doesn't really make a difference to me as long as you are healthy. But that is the question. Are you healthy if you're so emotion, if you're so emotionally celibate? meaning your emotions are put on the back burner because you're more physically charged. Are you healthy? Are you balanced? Right? Are you aligned? Are you in sync with who you are in totality? Right? So one of the things that I mentioned when I was advertising this show was, and think about this, how weird it sounds, but a lot of us are more afraid of getting our hearts broken than we are of catching a sexually transmitted transmitted disease. What? What the? What? Ben? Wait a minute. What are you talking about? No. Think about it. Think about how afraid we are of getting our hearts broken, and how we actually will have more sex in an attempt to cover up how we feel and behave emotionally. I believe that we have a fear around sexually transmitted diseases. I really do believe that we do have a fear, a concern there, but I don't know if it supersedes our fear or our concern with catching tra uh, sexually transmitted diseases. I was looking at the CDC reports and the CDC reports, I'm looking at it now. If you want to um, take a look at it, I'll add the link to the show. But the CDC said that there were, in 2014, uh, at least 1.4 million cases reported in chlamydia. Somebody's doing a whole lot of screwing and brewing if, if there are 1.4 million cases reported. That was 2014 for chlamydia. So something's going on. <laughs> you know, someone is saying to themselves, this sexual interaction is more important to me than anything else. And so what I mean about being more concerned about getting your heart broken is that we completely put up a brick wall and we leave a little space for the sexual organs to do what we need to do. We get in and we get out. But I don't know how safe, I don't know how healthy that is. So that's what I want us to think about uh, and talk about amongst yourselves, amongst your friends. So call your girlfriend, call your dude, ask your, ask your friend, you know, guys to guys, girls to girls, your best girlfriend or your best guy friend. If you've got uh, friends that are of the opposite sex, ask and really don't answer the question right away. Ask. Are you more afraid of getting your heart broken than you are of contracting a sexually transmitted disease? I think when I say that, I think about folks who go through divorces. And if you've ever talked to someone who's gone through a divorce uh, or a very, very deep breakup, I've been there. They'll tell you that it feels like death and no one wants to go through that. Sometimes it's easier to stay in the bad situation than it is to 
uh, attempt to walk away because it's so painful emotionally. It's so crippling. You don't think that you'll be able to walk away. And the cool thing about sex is that sex feels so good if you're doing it right and you're with the right person. <laughs> it feels good most of the time and it can be a stress reliever, right? So on the opposite side of dealing with emotional issues and having to deal with someone's emotional baggage, stress reliever or sex being the stress reliever is something that you tend to lean in more towards than you would dealing with any emotional aspect. So I think when there are two consenting adults who get together and they have this really exciting contact uh, sport, <laughs> Uh, and they can tell themselves that they're able to hit it and forget it, then it's a lot more freeing than it is to have to deal with the ongoing continuation of uh, the breakup or the separation or the divorce. And I believe that those, those feelings, those chemical reactions that we begin to have for one another when we get into a relationship we begin to create um, emotional soul ties we can ignore the physical soul tie and when we say soul tie it's when our our spiritual selves connect to someone that we uh, had a sexual encounter with you can believe it or not a soul tie is really when two bodies come together physically but their their, their spiritual uh, selves leave impressions on one another and you start to think about the spiritual impressions that other people have left on you and one of the things that I usually always think about or talk about is when folks say they just met someone and they're so attracted to them and I go well what are you attracted to other than the physical part and they go um they're so nice he's so nice or she's so nice and I go what the is nice like what the bleep is nice Right. Nice usually means that you are, in fact, physically attracted to that person and you don't want to come out and say, well, it's just a physical attraction. And that's it. You're not able to articulate anything else because you don't know the details of their character or of their personality. So if that is your description of someone, then you probably want to be very careful about what you're doing and what you're about to do, because you will in fact allow that person to leave an impression of who they are. You ever meet a person, and this is for my 35 and older folks, you ever meet someone who has been in a lot of sexual relationships, they've been very free sexually, and they still can't hold down a relationship longer than three to six months, they don't know who they are in a relationship. It's hard to know who you are in a emotional relationship when all you've ever been is a sexual object, whether you are a man or you are a woman. For men, our sexuality is tied to our manhood. So we really think the more sexual conquest, um, the more sexual partners we have, the, the stronger we are as men. But all that exposes is our lack of value around emotional maturity and emotional intelligence. I've talked about that uh, in some other shows. I read an article, and I'll put the link up to this article as well, 
on the Huffington Post. Um, a psychologist last year wrote a, a great article, and it's called, um, Do You Have Commitment for Mobia? <laughs> for Mobia. Um, and it talks about how we are so caught up in the trends of everything. And I was saying this uh, to a friend on my Facebook page who was really um, talking about the summer ending. And I'm like, well, Labor Day is the unofficial, right? You know, she said Labor Day is the unofficial. I said, but technically we still have a few more weeks of summer. I said, but we get so caught up in things that trend and we allow outside folks to dictate to us the finale, uh, the, the finale or what is final in our lives when in truth of the matter, technically that's not the case. It's summer is still here, <laughs> right? So the same thing with being men. We allow society to dictate to us how we should behave as men. And you would think because we are men, we would be strong enough, brave enough, courageous enough to kind of combat that and go, well, no, you don't get to dictate to me what manhood is. You don't get to dehumanize me or take away my humanity and tell me I can't be emotional or tell me that monogamy makes me a punk or a sissy or soft or weak. Uh, you can't tell me that it's not okay to cry over someone that I've been with for two years and the relationship has ended. You don't have the right to do that to me and take away from me a part of what makes me a multi-dimensional multi human being, my emotions. But that's what society tells us, and that's what trends. The, the dictation of who we should be, how we should show up, what phone we should have, what shoe we should wear. So in this article, there are some things that says, listen, you might be a commitment from, uh, from mob, uh, or phobia, excuse me if I'm, I'm not pronouncing that correctly, uh, for all of you, uh, grammar police, F you. <laughs> F you means I forgive you. <laughs> it says you might be a commitment for mode if your decision to commit is immediately sabotaged by a preoccupation with your single past. So who you used to be as a single person. As soon as you decide you're all in or you're committed, you start to miss the good old days of unattached freedom, easy flirting, uh, and the untapped potential of former relationships. Or you start thinking that, uh, and I saw this on the show, where they associated marriage or commitment to being in, in jail, in prison. And I was watching one of these shows and I was like, well, you've already set yourself up for failure. If, and ladies and gents, if you're with someone who believes that commitment in some way is like being imprisoned uh, or you don't have your sexual freedom, then you need to value check that person. You might be getting into a relationship with someone who doesn't value monogamy and who doesn't value emotional intelligence and who isn't mature enough to understand that once you're in a committed relationship with that one person, everything that you ever wanted to do in a sexual relationship, you should be able to partner up with that one person and do it. Do it in a relationship that you know is solid, that you can trust, and that comes without you having to always second guess whether or not you're walking away with a friend. <laughs> and by friend, I mean an STD, right? 
And if you're walking away with, with that, with that, that friend that lives in the Southern region of your, of your person, <laughs> you're supposed to be able to completely submerge yourself in the relationship in every dimension of your life. It should fulfill you um, in every dimension of your life in a perfect world anyway. So if, if you're always looking at the relationship as something that I don't know, I'm going to miss out, then you probably do not want to engage with this person at any level, especially not a sexual level. Um, raise your hand if you've ever been in a sexual relationship with a very immature person. And as much as you thought you were getting away from having to deal with uh, the whole um, emotional thing because you thought that was just going to be your your muck buddy, right? Your buck buddy, um, your booty call, your friend without benefit. A very, very immature person makes for a disastrous um, friend with benefit because they can't deal with anything, right? They can't deal with anything. So another thing that was on this list is the comforting lazy river of feelings that accompany relationship milestones are often replaced with more exciting water-themed relationship ideas like diving back into the dating pool. So what he's really saying here is after a while, after being in a relationship, it gets boring and monotonous and routine and sometimes stale. And you go, boy, I sure would like to get me some new, mm, right? Ain't nothing like a new, y'all know what I'm saying, right? That's a new set of problems too, right? So the thing is, if you're not emotionally stable or you're not at a point where you can effectively communicate how you feel in the relationship, then the chances of you being able to manage a sexual relationship, because that requires communication, are also slim. You're also going to fall victim to chasing. You're always going to be chasing the next conquest because you are not emotionally stable enough to understand that sexuality and sex is a desire. It's not necessarily a need. <gasps> oh God. Oh gosh. I feel somebody choking me. What? Right? I feel you choking me because you, you, you hear that statement all the time. Well, I need somebody that's going to fulfill my needs. I need someone who's going to fulfill my needs, who can meet me where I am, who can do, you know, X, Y, Z. The thing with that is, is you might be right. That is, you, you might need someone to fulfill that, but it's not a need. It's a desire. A need is something that you can't live without. It's a basic necessity. And we can tell ourselves that sex is a basic necessity until you get into a situation where sex becomes a life and death situation for you. So what you're saying is, is I need someone to fulfill this desire. I need someone to fulfill this strong want. And if you're not able to distinguish between a strong want, a strong feeling, lust, desire against what you actually need as a, as a fulfilled human being, then again, you, you probably are emotionally celibate and physically promiscuous because you give into all of your physical wants. There's a lot of contribution to your physical attribute as opposed to the growth and the fulfillment and the nurture and the nurturing of, of your emotional and your mental self. 
right? So you've got to make sure that as well as checking your physical health, you've got to check your mental and your emotional health. That's all I'm saying is that we, we check ourselves in that capacity and ask ourselves, are we sexually promiscuous but emotionally celibate? Guys, I hope that you are enjoying the show. I hope it's a good topic. I hope that you're taking advantage of the topic by way of checking yourself. Where do you fit in? Now, I want you to go to my website, www.livellccoaching.com. Click on the book cover and download the brand new mini ebook. It's free, Conquering Survival and Leaping into Victory. Tell me how you love it. I can't wait to support your leap into victory. Now, the the World Health Organization defines sexual health as a state of physical and emotional and mental and social well-being in relation to sexuality. It's not just fulfilling the, the desire of you know, I need to, to get off. I need to bust this thing. I need to orgasm. Sexuality and sex, sexual health is bigger than that. And again, if you didn't know that, and if you're not aware that your sexual being, your sexuality does include the balance of your physical, your mental, your social, if you're not aware of that, then guess what? You probably are more physical then you are emotional. So there's an imbalance there. And the reason why I'm having this discussion is if you're looking to have a sexual relationship, you still have to be mature enough to to indulge. That's why I tell my 16-year-old when he was 15 and when he was 14, your body will tell you that you want sex. I know I was there. Your body will tell you at 12 and 13 that you want sex. If the wind blows too hard, you know, you might get an erection, you'll sit in class and you'll get an erection. Your body will tell you, you're ready for this, you want this. But you can't make a man's decision in a young man's body. Don't make a decision that's going to create a health situation for you where you come back with chlamydia uh, or you come back with gonorrhea or far worse, you come back HIV positive or you make a baby. And me as your father, I have to become that child's father because you're not mature enough. You're not financially stable. You're not emotionally stable. You're not intellectual enough to take care of a child. Don't make a man's decision based on what your body tells you. And a lot of us, even though we are adults, we're 18, 21, 25, 30, we're still making um, decisions based on what our body tell us as opposed to who we are as emotional beings, who we are as social beings, who we are as financial beings, right? So we need to make decisions based on the totality of who we are. And if you don't have the self-control, then you probably should chill out. You should chill out. So this is the, the conversation that I want us to have moving forward. I'm just trying to create a conversation of balance. If you're looking to get into a relationship, if you're looking to get into a relationship, I want you to 
exercise your muscles, right? This is what I want you to check. If you if you have enough muscle, if you don't have enough bicep, if you're you're too flabby in this area, doesn't mean that, you know, physically you don't look good. It doesn't mean that you're not well endowed. Doesn't mean you can't, you know, bring your partner to um, orgasmic euphoria. But if if you can't bring your, your partner to something other than that, and all you have to offer is your physical self, then you will be an endless pit of um, physical offerings, but nothing nothing else, nothing emotionally stimulating, nothing mentally or intellectually stimulating. You have to have something more to offer. Stop tricking and fooling yourself. So check your muscle, right? And muscle is an acronym that I want us all to to. Uh, use and check. Make sure you're mature enough, right? That's the M. Make sure you're mature enough, right? If I have to convince myself that this is just a physical thing and I'm not going to involve myself emotionally, I probably should step away from the situation. If I meet you at the bar, at the club, online, through a friend, and we want to hook up because we have chemistry but I have to tell you and tell myself all this is is physical, no emotions, I probably should step back because I'm not mature enough. Maturity doesn't require us to have a conversation where we have a checklist of the do's and don'ts emotionally. We just have to be strong enough to possess the maturity to say, physically we match, there's chemistry, let's do it. If you've got to set yourself up and have this long soliloquy, move on, move around, sit yourself down, take a cold shower, do something different. The U, the U is use protection or use protected judgment. Use protected um, judgment or use protection. Either commit to abstaining and abstinence is no sex at all or refrain from or abstain from making dumbass choices don't make stupid choices don't get into a relationship with someone you know you know is bad for you if you feel it if your intuition tells you that this chick ain't right for you she's going to latch on to you don't do it right ultimately use protection use wisdom the, the S is don't be selfish. Don't be selfish and take advantage of someone's heart just because you're hard up, just because you want to get off, just because you want to release. And you know that the person you're about to do this with is way more emotionally connected. You all know this. You all know. And you if it's you, if you know that you're emotionally connected, don't do it. Don't be selfish. Because it's not going to work out well for you. It's not going to end well for you. Then, the C is, get some clarity about the person. Nice is not good enough. The fact that they're nice looking or they're nice to you. All that says to you is, or says to me or everybody else is that you're not able to articulate maturely the, the level you're invested with this person. Nice is just a generic statement that says, I don't really know anything about this person other than they have a nice body and a nice smile or they turn me on. That's it. Move on, move around, do something different. And then finally, we're getting to the L. L is love. Love is not sex. Love is not sex. 
even if someone you first meet and they sweet talk you and say we're gonna make love look we've only known each other for 33 minutes i don't love you you don't love me love is not sex and don't do it do it in exchange for love don't lay down with somebody and think that's going to be your next five-year 15-year relationship ladies you do this all the time you all do this all of the time where you lay up with somebody and think that's going to be the one who is going to make you a wife take care of you pay your bills like some fellas who are in la la land do it too and they find out that that chick was just trying to get off she's not trying to be with him you know she's not interested on that level love is not sex and then the last one the e with you're flexing your muscle you don't have any muscle here don't flex <laughs> once and for all don't be an easy target allowing someone to use sex to get to you emotionally or financially for all of the fellas out there you know she throw it on you it's good or he throws it on you it's good and you give money in return for a good sexual opportunity or a, a, a good sex however you want to phrase it don't do that you'll end up broke and broken I just saw this thing on my Facebook page is asking are you are you woman enough and I'll even throw in are you man enough to um, be in a relationship with a broken man and I thought it was powerful because usually women are more open about their brokenness um, and being able to uh, deal with them after the, the last man broke their heart you know um, I've been with people who broke my heart that's what the ladies say can you handle it you know um, and making the new man pay for the old man's mistakes if that's the case then listen the E and muscle is you. Don't be an easy target where someone uses you emotionally. They play on your emotions. I'm not going to treat you like the last man did. I'm going to be here for you. Just pull your panties down. You know, I'm not going to do you like the last, you know, woman did you. I'm not going to do that. Just pay my rent for me. You know, all that foolishness. So don't be an easy target. Um, and, and use your muscle. I'm not here really to coach you out of having sex. Um, and being this emotional person that's not what I'm here for but what I'm here for this week this show is about being curious and curious in a way that we ask ourselves a certain question are we checking ourselves and the, the question that we're asking ourselves are we physically promisc promiscuous and emotionally celibate that's all ask yourself that Am I showing up more physically and sexually than I am emotionally? Where am I with my sexual health? Where am I with my physical health? There are some, some sexual quizzes out there. Um, I took one and then there's a real long one on the psychology today where there is a sex personality test. It's about 68 questions long. Uh, 20 minutes to take and then there is a quiz for your sex personality that one I took because it was really 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 quick and I'm just going to expose um, my sex personality and you probably have guessed it I'm shy and attentive <laughs> shy and attentive you're relatively 
conservative, but attentive and mindful. You could benefit from being a little more comfortable with your sexuality. You need a connection to achieve the most satisfying sex. That's pretty accurate. And it's one of those stupid uh, quizzes, but they were pretty spot on with that. That's why I'm doing this show to create more sexual um, health, sexual health and sexual health, remember, includes physical, mental, and social. So I want to be socially open. That's why I'm having this conversation and have this conversation and be mature about it and flex my muscle in a way that allow me to have this open dialogue about the difference between physical and emotional commitment and engagement. And that's what I want you all to do. All of the links from today's show I will add so that you can read up and take the sex personality test on your own and see how you show up on the radar. Ultimately, I just want you to be safe. I want you to be happy. I want you to be balanced. Of course, I want you to get it off. <laughs> I want you to get it on. I want you to have a great time but I want you to be responsible. I want you to be balanced. And I don't want you to suffer from brokenness and use sex as a way to try to piece those broken pieces back together because that's never going to do it for you. I want you to be conscious of how you show up in the world and what you've told yourself about your manhood or your womanhood as it pertains to sex. We could probably have a part two of this show. At some point, we probably will, but we're here to create awareness. We're here to create clarity. And I'll repeat it for you before we end the show. I want you to, before you engage in anything, flex your muscle. Are you mature enough? Use protection, protected judgment. Use protection, condoms, abstinence. Don't be selfish and take advantage of anyone. Get some clarity about the person because nice is not good enough. Love is not sex. And finally, don't be an easy target. You guys know how much I love you. Be safe. Take care. Until the next show. I am Ben. I've never Your been no dummy. I love you. See you soon. But I'll be vulnerable with love. I trust it only Cause it never failed me, no Flowing 
Presence is giving me life. 